in my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the February 12th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at harpers.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Casper. And now the news. A plastic soup. It's a plastic soup, Ah, Mike. the plastic soup. The plastic soup yes. of waste floating in the Pacific Ocean is growing at an alarming rate. There's this plastic soup. Yeah. This big... Big... Jellyfish. Yeah. Gigantic... Of garbage. Tell us how big it is, Nathan. It covers... An area twice the size of the continental United States, Amazing. according to scientists. Yes. It's just floating out there somewhere between, in the Pacific. In the Pacific? Right off Japan or somewhere. The vast expanse of debris, yeah. in effect the world's largest rubber, rubbish dump, is held in place by swirling underwater currents. Yeah. So just sitting there. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing to our This coral? drifting soup stretches from about 500 nautical miles off the California coast. Mm-hmm. So we're safe. Oh, yeah. What do we care? <laughs> no problem. I wonder what happened if those swirling underwater currents, though, decided to swirl a different way. Unswirl a little bit. Yeah, just kind of twist another way. We might be getting uh, the uh, plastic soup. Well, was it? A little plastic soup with my brioche. Yes. The, uh, they're saying, after all, this plastic trash is going somewhere. And it's about time we get a full accounting of the distribution of plastic. I mean, plastic, th- if I'm not mistaken, there's a lot of toxic material in plastics. A lot of things that you basically aren't supposed to be consuming. So I assume that fish swim through this little plastic mm-hmm. soup and that we eat those fish. Somewhere right. along the line. So, all right, something to think about. Well, it might not be so. It might turn us into superhumans. It could. It stretches across the northern Pacific, past Hawaii, and almost as far as Japan. Yeah. So we're talking 500 miles off the California coast, almost to Japan, twice the size of the continental United States, a soup of plastic. What you going to do? I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah? Look at you. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of at a loss. I'm, I, we're, yeah. Standing, sitting I'm, there in front of a plastic keyboard yes. with a control panel with plastic buttons. And my plastic and your folder. plastic notebook. Yeah. Holding a plastic pen, wearing plastic headphones. And and wearing plastic underwear. Wow. Yeah. The United States, the White House, not the United States. It's different. The White House said that the widely condemned interrogation technique known as... <gasps> Would that be waterboarding? Yes. Is legal. Of course they did. They have, <laughs> Am I ever going? No, no, they have to say this. They have to uh-huh. because they've already authorized it. You know, it takes all the thrill out of waterboarding now that I know it's illegal. I'm not going <laughs> to do it anymore. You're not. You're, those, <laughs> yeah. those Friday nights where yeah. I would waterboard you and you would waterboard me. Yeah. I just doesn't They're see over. it. It's, it's all, the charm. Oh, the, the romance. Oh, that's just the, the romance sh- of breaking that I crime look so forward. Gone. I look so forward to that sense that I was drowning. That I was going to die. Yep. Darn it. So 
It's legal, and President Bush can authorize the CIA to resume using the simulated drowning method under extraordinary circumstances. Extraordinary circumstances. That's vague. That's really vague. It's vague. And what does exactly mean by har- har- uh, undue harm on your body? What does that mean exactly? What does it remember what does the it mean phrase? by extraordinary? Yeah, what's, what does that mean? In sure. testimony before the Senate sure. Select Committee on Intelligence, CIA Director Michael Hayden confirmed that agencies' interrogators tortured three detainees waterboarding each man sometime between 2002 and 2003. So, you know, they, they confirmed this happened. Now. Mm-hmm. For a while there, it didn't happen. Then they weren't sure if it happened. Now they're def- it's definitely happened. So yeah. apparently something has happened. Yeah, apparently. When asked during a House Judiciary Committee hearing whether, based on Hayden's disclosures, the Justice Department would now begin a criminal investigation, Attorney General Michael McCasey said no. Yeah. Because, he said, that would put in question not only that opinion, but also any other opinion from the Justice Department. It just, it's so outrageous, his answers. I mean, he's a smart guy, you can tell. I watched some of the testimony, and he's obviously bright, knows the law. And uh, But at the end of it all, uh-huh. when all is said and done, all yeah. the sort of uh, legalistic uh, wrangling that he and, when I saw him being questioned by Charles Schumer, the senator from New York, who, by the way, was his guardian angel through this whole process of, of confirmation. But at the end of it all, he just basically said, you know, go no. take a hike. No, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to investigate this stuff. I'm not going to do any of it. So, pound sand. What are you going to do about it? Basically, members of U.S. Allied Citizen Brigades, which are credited with helping to tamp down violence in many parts of Iraq, went on strike in, strike in Diyala. And what were they? Who were they again? I'm sorry. U.S. Allied Citizen Brigades. Gotcha. Okay. They went on strike. Gotcha. Alleging that the provincial police chief is running a death squad in their town, which he probably so we lost some allies yeah, is what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, in an important area. Yeah, in Iraq, it was reported that the number of civilian contractors reported killed in Iraq jumped 17 percent in 2007 and accounted for more than one in four deaths associated with the U.S. occupation last is year. Is that right? Wow. Well, that'd be one in four of our deaths. Not there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I was, that's I'm just what reading I thought, it off yeah. the wire here. No, I, yeah, I thought, and, well, maybe yeah. because, seriously. That, that would be seriously more than, I yeah. think there were like uh, 360, somewhere around there, yeah. deaths last year from contracted workers. And that accounting for yeah. one-fourth means about right. There yeah. would be 1,200 U.S. deaths, but right. doesn't begin to approach the wow. nearly 1 million Iraqi deaths. Wow. Not from last year, but over the course. <sighs> Baghdad is drowning in sewage. Yeah. An Iraqi official said in a a grim assessment of services in the capital, five years after the U.S.-led invasion, one of three sewage treatment plants is out of commission. So they got three plants, one out of commission. One's working at a stuttering capacity, while a pipe blockage in the third means sewage is forming a foul lake so large it can be seen as a big black spot on Google Earth. Oh, my God. So they're not doing so well over there in the sewage treatment. This is, you know, and uh, this has been brought up. I'm sure people have heard some rumblings of this, but Iraq has basically disappeared for the most part. Disappeared from from the front page of the news. Not here. Not here. Well, they say disappeared. That's too strong a word, but it certainly has taken a lower profile in terms of news coverage. And um, then this. uh, There's Hillary and Obama. Well, they're not talking about. They're not talking about. No, I'm saying we have to cover them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. 
And and what what's going on here is it gives some room here for people like McCain and some of these other apologists for the Bush administration to say things are going great. Things are going really well. The surge is working, and it's not working, and Iraq's a mess, and it's getting worse by the minute, and our military is bogged down, and we're going to spend hundreds of billions of dollars to repair that, and we will never fix this country. We will walk away and leave it a broken, shattered mess. Yes! So, I just, it's just so appalling. Appalling? It is appalling. It is appalling. I mean, well, you but run it out was of appalling words. five years ago. No, of course That's it was. When it, was it was appalling. It was appalling. Yes, you're right. But you sort of run out of. You keep repeating the same. You run out of things, yeah. ways to describe the situation. But we have every time I read I anything that's of any depth about Iraq. You know, the, 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 the infant mortality, the the un, the, uh, the the death rate, uh, the the country itself, the infrastructure, the refugees internally and externally. It just it's on and on and on. And now what you're going to get to, I think, is Turkey is bombing in in um, uh, the Kurds area, the Kurdish uh-huh. part of Iraq. Now they're yeah. bombing. They are yeah. in the process of beginning military operations in the most stable part of Iraq. And I believe they're getting some help from us in there. Well, we're providing yeah. intelligence uh-huh. and logistical support. <laughs> yeah. And, and which they're is, only allowed to bomb the people which is, we want them to bomb. Well, and the thing is, is the Kurds are the one part of Iraq that's happy with what mm-hmm. we did, and to some extent, happy with what we did to the rest of Iraq. And so now we're helping the Turks because they're a more valued ally. They're a member of NATO and all these other political considerations. And so it just goes on and on. It is, mm-hmm. the, it is just a nightmare. Anyway. Military prosecutors have decided to seek the death penalty for six prisoners being held at Guantanamo for allegedly playing central roles mm-hmm. in the September 11th attacks. Yeah. So we're going to move ahead with the death penalty for... Uh, yeah, now, this will be interesting because how was this evidence gathered against these guys? I, look, if they, I have no doubt these are bad people. I'm not trying to defend them and some... Get them, let them go. Yeah, hey, no that'd one, be a great no idea. Cares. But the point is... What is this going to reveal about our judicial system and the prosecution of these people? Exactly mm. what – are they going to be able to face their their accusers? Are they going to be given, afforded the legal rights that you and I would have? No. Well, that, I know. And so what, what, do we say, what message are we sending to the world? Oh, they're in Guantanamo. They're beyond the reach of American justice. They're beyond everyone's reach. We just don't know what to do now because they're in Guantanamo. I mean this is kind of crazy logic that is destroying our, our, our standing in the world. I'm sorry. A U.S. Army sniper was sentenced to 10 years in prison for killing an unarmed Iraqi civilian and planting a rifle on his body. He got, he got 10 years in prison. There was a possibility of life imprisonment on that. Yeah, yeah. According to just released court documents, at the time that the Central Intelligence Agency destroyed videotapes of the interrogations of operatives in al-Qaeda... A federal judge was still seeking information from Bush administration lawyers about the interrogation of one of those operatives. Well, the, this is, again, another yeah. piece of the, the puzzle here. Yeah. They were told at the time, hold on to these tapes. Mm-hmm. Now we're finding out a judge wanted more information about them. Yeah. So it's not as if they woke up one morning and said, ah, nobody's ever going to want to see these things. Yeah. Well, let's just get rid of them. Well, the deal here is I understand them destroying the tapes. If I were in their position, <laughs> I would destroy the tapes. Well, yeah, well. 
You know, if I were that guilty of something, yeah. I, w- I would want to get rid of the evidence. Right. But now is the time to then push forward on that front and and uh, have these people held accountable for that. Right. And I would understand that, too. Had I destroyed the tapes, there's a time to stand up and take your punishment. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what I find extraordinarily disgusting about the Bush administration, that nobody stands up and takes it like a man, as as it were, right. or or a, or a responsible human being, I guess you'd say in in this day and age. Right. But yeah, they're they're not they're not responsible. They they break the law and then they uh, just keep breaking the law, yeah. and they hire people on like Mukasey to say, well, it really wasn't. Breaking the law, and we I can't look into it. And by the way, I'm not going to look into <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and this, this I don't know if you're going to get to this, but um, What's th- that? this just sort of goes along with what you just, this, this particular story. Uh, I guess uh, Dick Cheney was at some kind of convention, right? And they were talking, they asked him about, were you reflecting back on the last seven and a half years of your administration? Mm-hmm. Is there anything you'd change? You know, how do you feel about the decisions you made? And Cheney defended the CIA's interrogation practices and claimed the U.S. does not torture. Yeah. He said the president has made the right decision for the right reasons, and he always reflected the values of the American people. Would I support the same decisions today? You're damn right I would. Uh-huh. Now, in addition to being a just vile and horrible, this whole thing, the, the process and everything else, and the fact that he he's obviously the architect, in my mind, of all so much of this— what it, this message that's being sent to the rest of the world about us because of these people is the thing that honestly frightens me. It honestly does. Well, that he's saying that uh, George Bush represented the American that's people in, in all of yeah. his actions. That's exactly yeah. right. Well, he, should... That he's reflecting American values. Uh-huh. His decisions reflect our values. Well, the problem is no one calls him out on it either. Yeah. You're you're more disgusted that people like this exist. I'm well aware that they do, but it's now uh, it's now somebody's job. And no. that, that's where I'm, I'm most disgusted at people in the press yeah. and people surrounding this that don't, don't call them out a little bit more for these actions. Instead of they, they report on things like this, but they'll turn John Edwards' hair into an issue. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll do a straight reporting yeah. on something like this, right. but then later on you'll get a, a news briefing on, on how John Edwards has his hair messed up on The Letterman Show. Right. No, I, I, and again... I do know people like this exist, just to clarify that. And it does disgust me that this goes out unfiltered. That, yeah, in fact, yeah. there is no chance. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. The, that they're disgusting, yeah. yeah. That's that's old news. Yeah. That that no one in a but, country who's supposed but, to be monitoring this thing is speaking out against it. Right. That's news. But in this day and age of the BBCs and the uh, Al Jazeera's and the news services all around the world that will take this and run with it and probably at some level comment on the fact that no one in America seemed to be outraged or trying to hold them. We're not oh, holding them accountable. We aren't. It's we, not just we don't about get coverage of our own it, events for the most part. It's not just the chattering class. It's not just the news media. It's the fact that our the other leaders, political leadership in this country, essentially allows us to go unchallenged. The House Committee on Energy and Commerce revealed the Energy Department is subsidizing two Russian nuclear institutes that are building important parts for the Bushir. React, uh, nuclear reactor in Iran. Mm-hmm. The Bush administration has accused Iran of using the Bashur reactor as a cover for a nuclear weapons program. So you see what I'm saying here? We're subsidizing their nuclear weapons program. In, in Iran? Yeah, <laughs> in oh, Iran. yes. Yeah, because yeah, of this grant that, that, that yeah. ended up in there. Yeah. 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 
The Bush administration was pressing the 27 governments of the European Union to sign up for a range of new security measures for transatlantic travel, including allowing armed guards on all flights from Europe to the U.S. Congress approved a $168 billion stimulus package. Your check should be in the mail, Mike. Oh, that's fantastic. This was all last week. All this stuff. Oh, Hugo Chavez. I like what he's doing. He's he's threatened to cut off sales to the United States in an economic war if ExxonMobil wins court judgments to seize billions of dollars in Venezuelan assets. Yeah, well, I don't know if he's okay. Well, he's he's made that he he's he's put his cards on the table as they say. Mm-hmm. So now if Exxon moves forward, uh I'm sure he'll be assassinated. <laughs> well, like we've said before, I wouldn't get on any helicopters that I wasn't flying. Mm-hmm. That's what I, if I were him, I would be my advice. Unless you, if you, be, if you, you want to learn how to become a helicopter pilot, because uh-huh. somewhere along the line, did you ever feel like fr- a flying, Mr. President? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Would you like to go for a little, you know, little yeah. fly around the uh, Capitol with us? George W. Bush will veto any terror surveillance legislation passed by Congress that does not include liability protection for telecom commu- companies. That was from uh, a letter that Michael Mukasey and Mike McConnell, the National Intelligence Director, sent out to Congress. Just warning him, if you intend to punish any of these telecom companies that have been gathering information illegally, um, Bush will veto whatever you do. It was reported that uh, that for more than seven months, you pointed this out to me yesterday, the nation's top public health agency, no you didn't, there's another story, Mm. the Center for Disease Control and Prevention blocked the publication of an exhaustive federal study of environmental hazards in the eight Great Lakes states. The report contained evidence of elevated infant mortality and cancer rates. So they blocked it. So they blocked publication of this for seven months. It finally got out, finally leaked out. It's the only way this information ever yeah. gets out with this administration. They never let anything. They, they uh, find that the Great Lakes, uh, that the cancer rates and the inf- uh, the uh, mortality rate, infant mortality rates, yeah. are starting to really rise disturbingly. Yeah, very and quickly. Can't, can can't let anybody know about that. Right. And and the the Great Lakes are vital to that part of the country in terms of for commerce and for mm-hmm. all kinds of reasons. And so. And in political news, yeah. Barack Obama won primaries in Washington State, Louisiana, and in Nebraska and the Maine, won the caucuses. Mike Huckabee won the Louisiana primary and the Kansas caucuses, lost the Washington caucus to John McCain. However, McHuckabee challenged the Washington vote. Apparently, the uh, state GOP posted a press release declaring McCain the winner, even with, some of, with 13% of the votes not counted. They said he was the winner. And how close was it? I'm sorry. Was 242 it? votes were separating them of about 14,000 votes. The GOP, 13% of the vote left. They said, uh, it's over. <laughs> and they didn't post their votes anymore. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, if you, if you, read a, if you took uh, Washington out of it and it said something like you, the Ukraine yeah. and, the, and the Soviet and the leader of the, you know, communist party in in uh, st petersburg yeah. you you would say wow that well you'd, you'd say the same thing about hugo chavez yeah if something yeah, exactly. happened in venezuela yeah, yeah. same sort of thing yeah. you go oh yeah, yeah, yeah hugo 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 yeah i mean this yeah. stuff is just yeah just it's and it's well oh well that's just the you know that's the way we do business and mitt, what is happening Mitt dropped out yeah <laughs> mitt 
John McCain was booed at the Conservative Political yeah, Action boy, Conference. I'll tell you, that was an eye opener. George Bush called him a true conservative. After, oh my God! After what, that. what a bunch! Of, what a, you know? What a bunch of butt sniffers! This this whole thing with I saw the speech that Mitt Romney gave. It was, oh, the, the, it is yeah, sort of concession yeah. speech. He was, he, honest to God, I'm not making this up. He was misty eyed, tearing up, uh-huh. barely hold back because, and but what he said, it was like unfettered Mitt Romney. Okay, yeah. and I mean the most craven, cynical kind of stuff you could imagine, pandering to this whole this crowd. Anything, all the red meat stuff that they wanted to hear. This guy is dis, he's despicable. He really was. Oh, this is you a, know you're just filled with. I'm you know what today, other people's today I'm full with moral instead of, outrage. Instead am, of trying to correct any problems, you just yeah. want to go after no, people. I'm, no, this is the first step. Anger is my <laughs> is the first step. I need, but it really was. It was reported that more than twenty three thousand representatives of private industry are working quietly with the FBI and Department of Homeland Security. This was the story that I was thinking of. Oh, you yeah. Pointed out the business leaders from a group known as InfraGuard. Yes that receives warnings of terrorist threats directly from the FBI before the public does. According to one whistleblower, the FBI has given members of InfraGuard permission to shoot to kill in the event of martial law. Uh, uh, this, so that means 20,000 representatives of private industry. Yeah. That means that Donald Bren could be an InfraGuard member. Probably is. Pro- he could be. I'm, I don't I'm, know. Well, I mean, He's a good guy. I, th- he, I don't uh, think he'd shoot me. Are you sure? I mean, yeah, I'm pretty. I feel okay, I feel confident. Sure. In that. Okay. I like Donald uh, Brennan enough. No, but I, I'm, and I I think we could work it out. Yeah, but say you give. But he might hire somebody. Yeah. What about Tom Fuentes? Maybe. He can, for, yeah. Yeah. For Tom sure. Fuentes. You wouldn't want. Well, you wouldn't what want you wrote. Him? What you said wrote about him. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So he would shoot you. Who else now? Who else? Uh, well, let's see. Private industry. Who do you want there? Donald right. Trump. I was. He, he could be. A, he could. He could be running around packing lead, able to. Uh, yeah. Take out people. As soon as martial law comes and then up. he just flashes a badge and says, yeah. "I'm I'm InfraGuard." No, I mean, <laughs> you know uh, this is by the way. So this is twenty three thousand. Isn't that a non stick surface? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I these are owners, operators, and experts of critical infrastructure, from CEOs to of a large company to an agricultural or high finance guy. Yeah. Uh, in terms of so, or, or the guy who turns the water valve. What I understand the need. To be in touch with people who are in control of our infrastructure, I understand yeah. that. I do. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's it, we want that. But when when did this operation begin? It's, they said it began almost ten years ago. Uh-huh. And and why are we arming these people, deputizing them, a whole class of people who are essentially above the I law? Think it, it in certain circumstances, serious bump around. These people are above the 9/11 law. Nine eleven is when it had the serious. Well, of course bump. it did. Yeah. Of course it did. They, they wanted uh, one real quick thing. Security, um, and we'll get more into this next week. I think it's bears getting into. But Seymour Hersh has been doing some very good work on the Israelis bombing of that plant yeah. in Syria. Yeah, and I did want to. We'll we'll get more more detail about it next week because uh, we they had U.S. support. The Israelis didn't do this on their own, and this is just another way of sort of ramping. Well, things it wasn't up. a nuclear plant. No, and it was something the Koreans right. were building, yeah. and they were, and so. But it it it's a, as some people say, a harbinger. Some people would say. Two Iranian sisters convicted of adultery face being stoned to death after the Supreme Court in Iran upheld death sentences against them. The sisters had initially been tried for illegal relations and had received 99 lashes. However, they were convicted of adultery in, the, in a second trial for the same incident. So they might be stoned to death. Later this year, the large... Hadron Collider, the most powerful atom smasher ever built, I believe this is in Switzerland, will be switched on and particle physics will hit pay dirt. Okay. 
Which means? Yet, if a pair of Russian mathematicians are right, any advances in this area could be overshadowed by a truly extraordinary event. The collider might turn out to be the world's first time machine. Okay. All right. Because this, all right, uh, without getting into all the physics of it. They doubt it, but I, it's just kind of, it, it's funny that this is floating out there. Yeah. Remember, it's kind of one of, it's the atom bomb theory. Right. They blow it up, the whole world goes up. Right. Yeah. When they were splitting the atom, uh, yeah. for Fermi and some of these other Italian physicists were saying, you know, there's a slight possibility here <laughs> yeah, that man. this could set off a chain reaction that won't be contained. Yeah, it will just it, it all just, go up. It will just continue to uh, provide a chain reaction that will, in fact, envelop the world uh-huh. in a ball of fire. And they said, well, we're we'll, <laughs> yeah. willing to take that chance. I, <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Stun Gun Maker, Taser International, said it will offer police a pump-action teaser shotgun that will allow officers to knock out people from as far away as 65 feet. Whoa. That's about... So from if you're on the pitcher's mound at Dodger Stadium yeah. and you're at your catching... Yeah. And you got a shotgun with the taser, taser yeah. stuff in it. You, it might reach you. You could. Get I you. don't think it could. It's sixty-six feet. Yeah, actually. six <laughs> yeah. inches. So yeah, it, it would just kind of die <laughs> you right might there. Step back, just yeah. a couple of steps. But anyway, yeah. that's interesting. Perhaps yeah. a little chin music with the taser. <laughs> that's what it yeah. gets new, all new meaning to the to a the brush idea back of taser. <laughs> brush back taser shot. Well, that's a long way. You know, they used to have to stand like ten feet yeah, away or yeah, so. Yeah. So they'll be able to, you know, sit yeah. behind the garbage pails and and pick people off. Right. Right. Which is a little bit disturbing. It is. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you, know, you know, because this is the newest and greatest thing, they'll sell millions of these things. You know, they'll be out everywhere. So. Have anything else there for me, man? Oh, God, I got all kinds of stuff. But we're out of time. We'll just, get, we'll just get to it. And finally, Tom Jones. You remember him, Mike? Yes. It's not unusual Please. to be mad at oh, There you go. Wow. That, Tom Jones. Did you have the CD on for a second there? I <laughs> thought that was... Insured his chest hair for $7 million. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.